The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Concerns around the rising rates of mental ill health and suicide among doctors. To talk about this on the line, we've got Professor Sam Harvey, who is the Deputy Director of the Black Dog Institute. Professor, thanks for being on the program. Hi, thanks for having me. So I do know a few doctors, obviously not one myself, but they do seem to give and give and give and work very long hours and it's very gruelling and I'd imagine the things that they would see on the front line would be probably very confronting. Yes, although I think most people who go into medicine expected that. I, I think what particularly many of the junior doctors find they weren't expecting was some of the other things that then piled on top of that. So, yeah, they expected to see troubling things. They expected long hours. But things like not having job security, having to work away from home, uh, having to work through a pandemic, they were things that weren't necessarily in their expectations. Specifically, how has COVID-19 changed the way that doctors operate? Well, I, you know, the health system is under strain at the moment. And so... You know, at the moment in Sydney hospitals and in some down in, in, in Melbourne, it's all hands on deck to be managing the COVID surge coming through. This is sort of pushing all other work back. So doctors are working long hours, they're working under stress, but they know there's a backlog that's going to take months, if not years, to clear. Plus also there's many doctors who are now concerned that they may be vaccinated, but their children may not have had a chance to get vaccinated yet. And so now they're worried about whether they're putting their family in danger by going to work. So, you know, it's, it's probably just more of, of the same, really. They were already under strain and now this is an additional thing on top. Um, we know from international studies where COVID has ripped through the health systems there that there's a real surge in depression and anxiety symptoms amongst doctors who have to work through that. Um, and we're worried we're about to start seeing that here in Australia. The Premier here in Victoria describes what it's like uh, in those COVID wards, and he paints a very bleak picture of it. He talks about people lying there, struggling to breathe. I mean, is that what it's like for doctors, and is that something confronting that they have to deal with perhaps above and beyond what they're doing normally? Yeah, although I think, you know, we as doctors are pretty used to, to seeing those sort of things, what we're not used to, at least in Australia, is is having a health system that's overwhelmed of having to make difficult decisions if we run out of uh, equipment or, or ventilators or, you know, and, and thankfully we're not seeing that now, but in the early stages of the pandemic when we were seeing our colleagues getting struck down by this virus and becoming unwell around us. In terms of the other things that you mentioned, can you describe how they're playing out? So the issues around job security and living away from home. Yeah, well, we, you know, here in Australia, we've greatly expanded the number of doctors that our medical student, our medical schools are producing, which is great. We haven't expanded the numbers of training posts that we've got in the specialties like surgery and psychiatry and medicine and others. And so, now there's this squeeze where we've got these junior doctors coming out there having to do exams to try and get into these training programs at the same time that they're working on the front line of the healthcare system. And for many of them, they're not able to get into training programs and, and they're left in limbo and anxious about where they're going. 
Um, and, 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 you know, if this is happening at a time in their life where they're also, you know, often getting married, trying to have kids. There's just a lot of things piling up on them at the moment. Uh, the review apparently found that women or female doctors are more at risk than male doctors. Was there any reason as to why that might be the case? There's a lot of theories. I don't think we know for sure at the moment. Um, we know for a lot of women in professional roles like medicine, their as their work, their representation in the workforce has increased the share of the work outside of the workplace that they're having to do in families and homes hasn't decreased at a similar rate. And so there is a, a double jeopardy situation where they're working in a professional career, but then, you know, when someone needs to pick up the kids early or when there's a grandparent that needs looking after, they're still the one that has to do the heavy lifting now. And in terms of how we respond, COVID clearly is going to be around for a long time and we've seen 445 new cases in Victoria today, two deaths. So the concerns are that that's ratcheting up and perhaps heading in the same direction as New South Wales, which will have likely similar impacts to the health system. So how do you support the doctors in the meantime, knowing that the health system probably will be overwhelmed for, as you've said, to clear that backlog many years to come? Yeah, I mean, I think in the, in the short term, what we need to do is to look after are uh, doctors that are there at the moment. And, and the, one of the key problems is that they can find it very hard to ask for help because of the stigma around mental health, because of the fear that it's going to get in the way of their career progression. So one of the things we've done at the Black Dog Institute with help from the federal government, we've set up a new confidential free mental health service for all health professionals, doctors included, um, called the Essential Network where they can come to the, well, they can just come to the Black Dog website and all the information is there and get access to that free confidential help. In the longer term, what we have to start doing is, is thinking about how we train our doctors and other health professionals to, to have the skills to deal with this and how we begin to set up a healthcare system that it doesn't break so many of the people that are working in it. It's probably hard for a lot of people to come to terms with listening to what you're saying simply because doctors are people that we turn to when we're doing it tough. And if we have mental ill health, I know you go to a GP and you can get a referral to then go on to a number of other services from there. So these people are the pillars of strength that we turn to in our community. And to hear that they're not doing okay is probably concerning for a lot of our listeners. Yeah, but, you know, it's uh, medicines... uh you know, it's a human interaction and um, one of the things we've got to start teaching our junior doctors is that they're not immune from these sorts of problems and, and we've just got to make sure the support's there. And we've been through the same discussion previously with our first responders where the narrative's exactly the same. You know, they're the, the six-foot-tall bulletproof individuals we turn to in a crisis, but then we know after major bushfires and just through... The, the work, their day-to-day work, they have a lot of mental health problems. And we've been through that process with that industry of saying, okay, that's okay. You know, we, we sometimes you'll need help and then you'll recover and you'll get back to your great work. And I think we have to be doing a similar thing with uh, health professionals. Well, thanks very much for being on the program. Really appreciate it. And it's a really good initiative that there is improving support out there for doctors because it's clearly needed. And as we keep saying, the health system is going to be under some stress for some time to come. So thank you very much. Great. Thanks for your interest. Well, there you go. That's the situation that we're seeing playing out at the moment. Professor Sam Harvey there, the Deputy Director of the Black Dog Institute. 
The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.